you like D&D, Audrey Hepburn, Fangoria, Harry Houdini, and Croquet, you can't swim, you can't dance, and you don't know karate, you might love My Chemical Romance. Welcome. Welcome. We're back. <laughs> Welcome to Thanks for the Venom. It's another podcast from the same people that brought you the last episode of Thanks for the Venom. And, and we'll not... continue to bring you Thanks for yeah. the Venom until we don't anymore. Exactly. And my name is Max. <laughs> and I'm Cassie. I'm Beth. Uh, so we're doing a a tromp through the lyrics of My Chemical Romance, a band that is similar to Fallout Boy in the cultural zeitgeist. Probably more horror, though. A little more horror themed than Fallout Boy. And w- since we've got four episodes to get through, we decided we should do one episode featuring a lyric from each of their four main studio albums. Mm-hmm. And we picked... From this, from their first album, which is called I Brought You My Bullets, You Brought Me Your Love, known pretty much usually just as Bullets to and, My Chemical Romance And fans. also uh, uh, produced by Eyeball Records, not Reprise. So this was before they signed to the big label. Hmm. Um, Eyeball is like somewhat famous though still, right? Like they're... I don't know if they're in existence anymore. Really? Oh, okay. I don't think they're... I don't think you can buy uh, this album anymore. Huh. I'm not I'm not sure. I might be wrong, but I don't I'm not sure if they've been active as a record company and they might not be. They folded in 2012. Dang it. (laughs) Okay. well, Well, the song we picked off of this is called Skylines and Turnstiles. Uh, Cassie, do you want to tell us a little bit about why you thought this would be a good song? Yeah. So this is the first My Chemical Romance song ever written and uh, made, I guess. And it's based on the events of 9-11 and the reason why, um, and also the reason why My Chemical Romance even exists is because on the morning of September 11th, Gerard Way was on a ferry to uh, New York City, and uh, he actually witnessed the 9-11 attacks while he was on that ferry. Um, and so that kind of changed his... He was, at the time, working for, I believe, Cartoon Network. He was oh, working yeah. on a, um, a pilot uh, animated episode, and... Events of 9-11 kind of made him rethink everything that he was doing with his life. And he thought, you know, why am I working for a corporation? I don't feel like I'm actually making a difference in the world for people. And so uh, he called his buds up and was like, hey, what are you doing? How are you feeling about life? Do you want to form a band and give it one last go? So this was these lyrics are basically about his experience uh, seeing the attacks and and. The whole you can tell it's not it's not like deeply couched in metaphor. Yeah, or it, this is uh, this is full. So folks, full exposure. No, full disclosure. Uh, <laughs> this is my first time hearing this song, and oh. uh, even if I didn't know, I feel like I would have been able to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna focus on uh, one piece of the whole thing, and you can tell that it's like talking about nine eleven. Uh, it's not, yeah, like it's not veiled at all, really. Like, yeah. It's very, this I would say is the least metaphorical of any My Chemical Romance song yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. So the lyrics are, and this is like mid song. This is the bridge kind of near mm-hmm. the end. And after seeing what we saw, can we still reclaim our innocence? And if the world needs something better, let's give them one more reason now. And that kind of, for me, goes is like the mission statement of My Chemical Romance, which is like, we have seen something terrible. 
we we can all bond over the fact that we've lived through something terrible mm -hmm. and that we can find a new purpose in creating good things mm -hmm. for the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's saying like, yeah, like th this thing has happened and it's made us rethink what we're doing with our lives. Mm -hmm. Are we making a difference? Um, does the world need something better than Cartoon Network? <laughs> 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 and and let's let's give it a go and give them a reason to keep going. Yeah. What do you think, Beth? I mean, I was like, I don't know if this is like, I was too young to really like get the gravity and the weight oh. of 9 11. I mean, I was eight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was, I like understood what happened, but I didn't like, and I can only imagine it. And I lived in, you know, Alabama. So yeah. it's not fatalistic, but it, it is like very concerned with death. Yeah. Which I think is a really interesting response to, like, a national tragedy. And it kind of went in the opposite of, like, what most media did. And, like, I have studied the effect 9-11 had on, like, movies and TV. And everything was very, like, either incredibly uplifting. Uh-huh. To, sure. to the point of being cloying. Uh-huh. Or it was, like, it, like, took the hard opposite. <laughs> Uh -huh. Like, our country is dead and dying, and we are doomed, and there is nothing we can do. And I think this is a really interesting middle ground that also doesn't feel like pandering. For sure, mm -hmm. for sure. It's very real. It's very honest, what they're going through and what they're presenting here. They're just, like, confused. How old were they? Yeah. They were probably fresh out of, uh, well, Gerard was in, in fresh out of art school, I think. Like, really fresh out of art early school. 20s. Early yeah, 20s. Early 20s. Frank would have been younger. Mikey would have been younger, too. I right? think they were all out of high school at that time. But yeah, early 20s. I can't imagine, dude. I can't imagine, like, not only, like, being cognizant of what was going on, but also witnessing it. I can't yeah. imagine. That must have been so hard. Well, and something I, f I f failed to mention in the first uh, episode, they're all from New Jersey. Yeah. So they were all, in terms of proximity, extremely close. Yeah. Well, and I mean, nor... Gerard was in, I, I believe they were like northern New Jersey, closer to New York. They grew up in kind of, uh, you know, downtowns that, you know, you could experience bodily harm if you weren't careful. So they did grow up with death. And they, they also mentioned this in their autobiography that like, life on the murder scene. They, yeah, they couldn't really go out and play because it was dangerous to their bodies to go out and play. Um and so, yeah, and then as an adult, you know, Gerard sees 9-11 happen. So he's seen a lot of death Yeah. in, you know, it's just been a part of their lives, I guess. Sure. Um, and I guess, yeah, like you said, there's like the the one extreme where you're like super positive and kind of kind of uh, kind of in denial of it. Yeah. But then there's the other extreme where it's just super depressing and everything. But then there's. The middle ground that my chemical romance takes where you know they might be singing about really sad things and depressing things but the music might be really poppy and upbeat and they have dark humor in a way i kind of see it as a celebration of our shared trauma like mm -hmm. it might be traumatic but we share it yeah we're oh yeah we have been through this together well that's like the whole thing of the black parade yeah. really yeah, i mean yeah. well what most people got from it i don't know if that was gerard's intention but uh most people the whole black parade album idea is that we're all going through this shit together mm -hmm. and we'll make it out in the end you know there's always been hope in their songs in one way or the other 
even if there's no like lyrics that say it, at least you might feel it. I mean, that's why I listen to My Chemical Romance is because it didn't make me want to kill myself. <laughs> it, ma- it made me feel like, okay, they're going through shit. I'm going through shit. At least I have someone else that can understand how I'm feeling. Even if they don't know me, I can hear their emotions and they kind of match my emotions right now. And so I don't feel as alone. And so even that in itself is optimistic, I yeah, think. Yeah. And, and they were all about like, at least... During Revenge, they were all about, like, we want to save your life. We want to um, be there for you and you can get through anything. And, you know, if you need help, if you're feeling suicidal, please get help. A lot of adults at the time, it was kind of like in the 1950s when parents flipped out about Elvis Presley. And they're like, oh, it's the devil. Our children are going to hell. And, like, with My Chemical Romance, parents were like, <laughs> oh, they're a death cult. They probably are like Marilyn Manson and worship Satan. And and, and Harry Potter also. Yeah. And Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well. No, I mean, yeah, they, they sing about dark <laughs> stuff, but they actually are about like making it out in the end, making it out alive. And that's why they formed My Chemical Romance. These lyrics show that, that, you know, they were dealing with something really terrible and they decided to do something positive about it. And that did include processing their trauma. Sure, yeah. Gerard Way has said that that the band was a way of them dealing with their post-traumatic stress disorder um, from from those events. And I guess, you know, whatever else they dealt with in life. But um Yeah. Bullets is a really great example of them, of a group of people like really devoting the time also to get together because Beth, I don't know if you could tell like this, this song, it feels very raw. It feels like a, um, a first draft, but not in a bad way. Yeah, that's the whole album. <laughs> just in the, way, yeah, the whole album feels like a first draft, but not in a bad way. A first draft as in like, we had this in us and we had to get it out. Mm-hmm. And the if you watch the music video for Skylines and Turnstiles, it's no, it's not. It's, it's the not lyric music video. What's the music video we watch where it looks like they're like shooting it in a walk-in closet? Oh, that's Vampires Will Never Hurt You. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like the most ramshackle thing ever. Well, also if you do get your hands on the original album, it is a joy to look through. <laughs> the insert cover or the the you know the little inserts that CDs have. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so handmade looking <laughs> it's all caps every single thing there is no lowercase le- uh, letter anywhere in this and the pictures okay first off very like 2001 like photoshop or yeah. even like yeah. i don't know maybe even microsoft paint but like and then the photos that they have in here are like they're just sitting in the dark with like a, a flashlight somewhere serious faces serious faces <laughs> terrible photography the way the color is washed out it almost looks like they're ghost hunters it does (laughs) and they've got like stills of um some jack-o'-lanterns on a mirror uh so you see the reflections and then they got like a a spooky dummy or a spooky um yeah puppet marionette that's a dummy dummy face like one of those doll yeah marionette is the one that's on strings oh gotcha okay uh, and then there's a, a Virgin Mary statue uh, in front of a mirror. And then there's just a picture of like um, a bunch of crap on the floor. Yeah, it looks like a dirty floor. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Bullets. Yeah, it was rough. Bullets is a very rough album. But I guess their minds were also rough at the time. Mm, so. Yeah. Well, next episode, we'll be getting into the albums that people actually know and love from there, My Chemical Romance. I wouldn't say actually know and love. Well, okay, but I would say the, the the albums that are more well-known. Yes, The two well-known yes, albums. Yes, Because the first album, nobody really 
only my most chem pe- fans know that. Yeah, yeah, most people don't know it exists, but it does. <laughs> and we're so happy to uh, go through it with you, and we'll see you again next time. See you then. Bye, y'all. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.